on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm Josh Gessman, along with Jared Dubois, and on today's show, we're taking you back to the embarrassing 3-0 loss to Real Salt Lake last weekend. You've got some questions for the Galaxy, and we're here to ask them for you. We're also talking about the 1-1 draw versus Central FC in the CONCACAF Champions League and what that means for the final game of the group stages in the tournament. Finally, we're, taking, we're talking LA Galaxy news and the big Western Conference matchup with FC Dallas at StubHub Center on Sunday. It's a packed show, and we have a moment to lose. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com, and it all starts right now. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Now here are your hosts, Josh Gessman and Jared Dubois. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I am your host, Josh Gessman. Joining me this time is Mr. Jared Dubois. We've got a bunch of talk about uh, the LA Galaxy 3-0 losers to Real Salt Lake. We have a 1-1 draw to... Uh, to Central FC in the CONCACAF Champions League. We have a lot of news, a lot of information, some standings to go over and all before. Looking ahead, Jared, obviously to the FC Dallas game coming up on Sunday, but I have to I have to take your temperature right now, Jared. Um, how are you feeling after the, the last two games the LA Galaxy have played? Are, are, are you a confident person? Or are I you feel lacking? like someone's taking my temperature rectally. That's how I feel. It, it, it is a little uncomfortable, isn't it? Maybe a little cold, too. Yeah, uh, I mean, did, I, there's... The offense of this team has me very frustrated. Now, what I find interesting, though, is that I'll say the word frustrated. Not angry, not worried. I'm just frustrated. Okay. You know, and it revolves around the offense right now. And obviously, in addition to the offense, it's the early goals. <laughs> There's two themes right now. And yes. I'll be honest with you, the early goals have me more bothered than the lack of goal scoring. Because I feel that'll come. Right, and and I, I definitely think that the, in the end, talent will win out, and Galaxy has more talent than many of the teams are going to come up against on that part of the field. What I'm more worried about is the continued pattern of putting a foot in the hole, and that is directly responsible for the Galaxy not scoring goals. And a lot of people may not connect those things, but because the Galaxy keeps putting themselves in a negative position early, it allows the other team to play negative ball. And so because teams are often gifted a 1-0 lead early in games, 
they are allowed to play far more tight in the back, play far more negatively, and and basically decrease the amount of field they want to play in. By making the field smaller, now the offensive players of the Galaxy have less mm-hmm. room to operate because the other team isn't stretching the field trying to go forward. No, no, I, I see it. Listen, I, I went and looked, and it was funny because I started looking at how many goals the LA Galaxy give up like in the first 15 minutes, and I started trying to pull that stat, pull that together, and I remember last year, Jared, going and pulling up this almost the same stat except the yeah. last 15 minutes of the game. Last year, it was all about giving up late goals, and it was this pattern that had continued since 2013 into 2014. Everybody was panicked and worried about it. It was something we really focused on, the LA Galaxy giving up the late goal. Now, it's giving up the early goal. And when the LA Galaxy give up the early goal, by the way, they're 4-7-3 and three whenever they concede that first goal. So you're absolutely right. It's a direct correlation of how the other team is able to play sort of 11 guys behind the ball, being play, playing negative, stacking the defense whenever you give up the early goal. And in this RSL game, no different. Third-minute goal. And I think the, the, the results uh, that were... That were uh achieved it was one of the early games with Steven Gerrard first got here where uh, down 2-0 come back and win like 6-2 I can't remember what game that was and there were the goals were so easy to come by for a bit yeah that and that they continued to win from from uh from negative positions yep I think that gave a false sense of confidence maybe even a, a, a laissez-faire attitude towards this and that's what I'm really worried about when I talk about the things that are frustrating it's frustrating with my team right now is that I'm not sure if you watch basketball or, or not, uh, uh, Josh, but uh, I would say like what 2002, 2003, somewhere in that range, right there, maybe even earlier than that. When the Lakers put together that team that had Kobe, Shaq, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, there was the heir apparent, automatic, no one else is going to win, just give them the title now kind of feel to that. Right. That there was a there was a very noticeable, uh, I would say, foot taking off the pedal, like. Why are you guys playing against us? Don't you know we are already going to win this thing? Don't you know we're supposed to win this thing? Why don't you just do the right thing and get out of our way? And teams didn't do that. And you could almost feel the the confidence and the arrogance coming off. And I'm not going to say the arrogance right now with the Galaxy, but I am worried that we're going down that road of that they just expect other teams to not come out and be able to play on their level. Nope. And they're putting themselves in bad positions, and then the Galaxy's forced to play at these other teams' levels. Yeah, you know, that, that was a 5-2 game where the Galaxy gave up two goals, came back, and, yeah. and won at 5-2 against San Jose. That was the uh, the game. Steven Gerrard's uh, MLS debut, uh, I believe, is, it was that game. So that was it. The LA Galaxy, by the way, I did pull the stat. The LA Galaxy have now allowed seven goals in the first 15 minutes of a game. Seven goals in the first 15 minutes of a game. That's way too many goals. And again, and you, think, and you think that they've only given up 36 goals in a year. So a seventh of all the goals that they've given up have been the first 15 minutes. No, not good. Not good. And no. listen, that's probably not the biggest chunk of goals in any 15 minute period, but it's the most important 15 minute period. It, besides the last 15 minutes. I mean, first 15, no, I would last even 15. I say the first 15 is more important, Josh, because at least in the last 15, you're usually giving points away. You're being denied points when you give it up in the first 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. Uh, and you're, it affects the whole rest of the way that game is played. And for the LA Galaxy, who want to force their style upon other teams, they are not doing so. By giving the other teams the lead, you're, allowing to, you're now forced to play their game. They have the, the, the position of dominance, and you have to match that. And I don't think that's what the LA Galaxy does well. 
Yeah, it, it's interesting. Here's the lineup for the game. Uh, Giovanni Dos Santos and Robbie Keane started up top. Sebastian Legette, Steven Gerrard, Juninho, and Jossie Zardes uh, through the center there. Robbie Rogers, Leonardo. Leonardo returns after his yellow after his uh, red card suspension. Excuse me. Uh, Omar Gonzalez, AJ Delagars on the right, and Donovan Ricketts in goal. So those were this, your, is, the, this is the team, right? This is this is the A plus team. We've if you would have told me, can I pick what everybody on there? I would have picked everybody on there. I may. Have you decided. may have De La Garza and switched De La Garza and Leonardo. And no, played, uh, no, I may no? have switched AJ De La Garza and Omar Gonzalez, but no, not Leonardo. Leo, okay. Leo, and I are are good right now. Leonardo, Leo, no problem. I saw you trashing him two weeks ago. Yeah, maybe two or three weeks ago. That was that was two or three weeks ago. He has been the best center back for the LA Galaxy this year. I would say Romney's been the best center back. For the I, I love me some Dave Romney. He just, has, he just hasn't played enough games to really take that throne. You know, it's uh, it scares me because Bruce likes to trade away center backs, and I'm like, please don't trade away Dave Romney. This is we we found. Yeah, one. but you got to think why one. those center back moves were made. Those were made in two different attempts to get Sasha, Sasha Kleshin, which you're glad you didn't get because instead now you got Sebastian Legette, and that certainly has turned yeah, out. But well. New York Rebels are doing well with Sasha Kleshin. They are, but has Sasha Kleshin produced uh, as but, much uh, as Sebastian? I'll tell you right now, Legette's the far sexier of the two. Way sexy, way sexy. Uh, anyway, so so that's the LA Galaxy. Listen, the things I want to focus on are here. Obviously, the first one was that early goal, Jared. Uh, third minute, uh, defense collapse. Uh, I can point a finger at somebody, but quite honestly, I've been pointing a finger at that center back you, for you most of this at, year. A few different people, to be honest with you, but Omar Gonzalez has the, the biggest uh, brain fart of all that. He follows the ball. But it's, and it's, any, it's, every defender is taught you follow the man, not the ball. It's not even a brain fart anymore, Jared. This is a pattern of his defending over the last, besides the Montreal game where he came out, looked fired up, played inspired defense, did really well against Didier Drogba. Okay, so I'm happy with that. But so, but what do you do, though, that, Josh? What do you do? This exactly. is the guy you give a DP contract to. The only yes. reason he's not is because you bought him down with Tam. Yeah, he's still making so, the money though, right? So like, he, so what he do doesn't you do care. though? You, I, you know, huh, I Who's said this take after on the that game. contract number. I said that after the game that somebody that Bruce needs to start benching people, and if he doesn't start doing it, then they could find somebody who will bench people. I know that's extreme and certainly was oh, reactionary. I know it's reactionary. I, I, I agree. Hey, I was mad. I was. I had to watch this game at a don't, hotel room in Colorado. Don't speak ill of the Bruce. Uh, the Bruce is amazing, and you know I am fully supportive of him. But quite honestly. Something needs to change here. Some motivation needs to happen. And I feel like Omar Gonzalez has no motivation right now. There you know, isn't. Funny, I saw a tweet from someone earlier, and I can't remember who. They're a hack anyway. Whoever. Okay. Said it. Yes, I'm sure. It said that if Bruce Reed was on Twitter, he get he get flamed and run off of it so quick. I think that person doesn't realize the sharpness of the Bruce Arena's tongue. Yeah. Bruce Arena, I would love to see him on Twitter. He uh, he would do just fine on Twitter. I, do you I, think he would engage the trolls? He might just for fun because because if you know him, Jared, you've been there in the locker rooms. You've talked to him. You know how he is. He enjoys the game, and the game is let me outsmart you. If you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to find a way to uh, to make you look foolish by at, by taking one part of that question and emphasizing oh, that destroy fools. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and quite honestly, if you can come back at him and argue with him or not argue with him, but just there's a back and forth with him. He respects you for that, and you you have made it into Bruce's inner circle. I am not in Ooh, that the inner circle, circle of trust. The circle of trust and the inside. He he he'll, he'll throw you a bone every once in a while if if he likes you type of thing. So I'll ask him a stupid question, and sometimes he'll stare at me like you are the stupidest person on the world. And then sometimes I ask him a stupid question, and he throws me a bone, and I'm like, thanks, thanks, Bruce, I appreciate that. That was stupid. I I agree. So, um, but no, I mean that is, and and I think Bruce would do fine on Twitter. But I I'm not for firing Bruce. That's not what it is. But he needs to motivate these players, and I feel like some of the players that are not 
being motivated or or some of the players who are who are relaxing are are in that defensive area are is Omar Gonzalez. He's honestly my biggest question mark right now. I don't know if he wants another MLS Cup. I don't know if not he me. finds That's anything. That's not my biggest question mark. What's I, I, I'm completely unsold on Steven Gerrard. It, completely mm. unsold. I don't think he's had one good ninety minute game. Mm. I agree. I agree. I'm not a complete ninety minutes. I think he's played well. And he times. definitely hasn't been good enough to be to warrant the 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 salary that he's being paid. Not even close. He does. I mean, I'm far he does. more happy no, no, with what no, I've been no. getting at Giovanni Dos Santos than Gerard. No, no, he does. He's he definitely warrants the money, but he, that most of that money is coming if not from what he does sales. on. Yeah, most of that money that he's getting isn't warranted from what he does on the field. It's, it's his name recognition off the field. So, and I'm straight up. That's that's fine with me. I have no problems with that. But yeah, he, he needs and to I produce. I also think one thing I think needs to happen. I think Steven Gerard's game will be better once. Bruce Arena makes that switch <clears throat> for Giovanni Dos Santos and Giassi Sardes. He has to do it, right? Because this Just, is something Giovanni that people are being brought Giovanni Dos Santos is being denied up. the ball. He's not getting the ball at his feet enough. No, and especially, and he, he gets put on an island out there, and he hasn't combined that well with uh, with Robbie Keane or Steven Gerrard there in the center. So put him out wide, and I think he has the fitness, although whenever Bruce finally did start him out there, obviously he came out at halftime, and that was uh, that was an issue. But he's he's healthy. He looks fine. He played the game. Um, you know, no, no issue. He played 77 but minutes. I also feel like my, my take right there is a bit reactionary as well because I started off this program talking about the fact that we haven't seen the Galaxy play their game in a number of, ga- a number of, uh, of matches because they keep putting themselves in negative positions. So it may be the fact that the Galaxy's <clears throat> situation is affecting Dos Santos's play. Could maybe be. even Gerard's for that standpoint. So maybe it is a bit reactionary to say move Dos Santos. But from the beginning, I've wanted to see Dos Santos as a midfielder. Well, here, let's get to some calls. I didn't want to go ahead and break down this whole game because quite honestly, I'll be crying at the end of it if we go through and talk about just the horrible plays. Actually, we can talk about one thing. Juninho and his challenge uh, that ended up in the penalty kick was possibly one of the worst decisions by any There's person no threat there. who was pretending to defend ever in the history. You're right. There was no threat. He was moving. Martinez was moving off. He was going to hit the end line. There, he, Juninho had the angle covered. It was easier. So I ask you. All you had to do was slide the, slide the, Brock, the, the path of the path. Yeah, you yeah. didn't have to slide for the ball. No, no. It was just such a huge, just ridiculous move. And, and the only thing that even comes close to it is Dan Gargan doing the ex- almost exact same thing earlier in the year in, in, a, in a spot. Do you remember that, that particular play on the edge yes, of the penalty box? Yeah, okay, so which one was worse? Juninho's slide against Martinez or Dan Gargan earlier in the year that gave up a penalty kick? Splitting hairs. I'm not really sure on on that. At least Juninho's in a position that he probably shouldn't be in. If he's running all the way back to the end line, something's already failed back in his position. He was covering. He was covering. I mean, he he was covering. There was a defender there, too, though. There was. He ran right by him. So, so I, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with Janino's just because a number of things had to have gone, including with Janino's position, if he's tracking a guy all the way to the end line. Yeah, and I'm quite honestly, Dan Gargans came from a position where the LA Galaxy were already up um, and ended up giving a penalty kick that didn't really matter all that much, except that, you know, it was a horrible decision. So there was that. Um, you know, listen, the Galaxy had some chances in this. Ramondo had a good game, but the Galaxy didn't have enough chances. And quite honestly, Jared, you were 100 percent right. RSL was able to just sit back, really, and defend and get 11 men behind the ball. So I wanted to get some calls because obviously people were upset. I was in a hotel room in Colorado um, watching this game on my iPad uh, with my son, so there was no swearing involved, which was very difficult for me whenever I was watching this game. And never once did I decide to think, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll become a rapid. Why do you fan. hide who you really are from your child? <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, his mom might be upset. He, Don't he, you want he, him to learn new words? He now repeats everything I say, so I'm already expecting him to go back. Mommy, and, like, mommy, drop, yeah, boat shoes. Boat shoes, exactly. He already has boat shoes, Jared. Don't worry. He knows what they are. 
Come on. Oh, God. Come on, he's my kid. He lives in Denver. There's not even any boats. There's plenty of boats. There's plenty of boats. And, you know, he's got hiking shoes and everything else. Dude, the kid is covered. He's covered, and he's good. Anyway, let's get to some calls here. So people were upset. Let's go first to the 619. Here's our first call. You know what, Josh? This is an embarrassment, and Bruce needs to hand it over to the players. You know what? If you want to be Steven Gerrard in the MLS, then what are you going to do? You want to be Gio Dos Santos? You're going to be an embarrassment? What are you going to do? Bobby Keane, you're the captain of this team. You're the captain. You're bringing people together. What are you going to do? Giassi Zardes, you the man, dude. U.S. national team. You're doing nothing. Bruce needs to hand this over to the players and just simply tell them, show them, clarify for them that they are embarrassing themselves. All right, so so there we go. There's a little piece of that call. I, I think I need some context here. What does it mean, hand it over to the players? He's, like, blame them or put no, them out there? No, no, or is he saying, like, just, you guys go make the lineup and play? It, it's kind of like that. It was like whenever you're, I, I don't know, I had this happen whenever I was playing baseball. One of my coaches, we lost the game. And he goes, you know what? There's no practice tomorrow. If you guys want to practice, you practice on your own. You guys have to decide whether or not you want to win. You have to decide what you want to do because this is your team. I've done. I've done my job. Bruce Arena has done his job. All right, he, I don't know. He? That's this is this is I'm I'm pretending that I'm I'm uh, I'm this caller. Okay, Bruce Arena has done his job. Okay, so now it's up to you. It's up to you, Robbie Keane. Can you lead these men? Can you get us another championship, Steven Gerrard? You're supposed to be a leader. You're coming from Liverpool. You know how to win. Well, kind of. Um, you should you should be doing Giovanni dos Santos, Jesse Zardes. You haven't been doing anything. Pick it up. That type of thing, and then walk out of the room. That's basically what he's saying: is it's up to the players now to do something. And there, there is a motivational factor here. And we were talking about it earlier, Jared. What is going to get these guys to understand that every team out there wants to bury them every single night? Because right now they're just kind of—they're not showing up. No Porsches for a week. No, po- no Porsches for a week. That would only affect like three players on the team. Yeah, but those are the three that need to perform. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. I like that. I like. I'm that. not worried about Robbie Rogers and AJ De La Garza. I mean. Not really. I'm more worried about the fact that the offense hasn't scored a goal in three games. Yeah, after scoring like 15 or 14 goals in the previous like four or five games. So yeah, it's it, it certainly is an issue. So, you know, I get it. I'm frustrated too. And that's what I kind of like. You know, I kind of like these calls because they, they're, they're, they're venting, Jared. They're upset. And that, that again, it shows how much we love this team. Yeah, but should they be that upset like that one just was? You know what? I do. I kind of like that. I, kinda, I, I hope that somewhere some player listens to this and says, listen how pissed off these guys are. I know yeah, that's not going to happen. The, but here's the thing. Like I said, I'm just frustrated. I'm not mad. I'm not really worried. Yeah. I'm just frustrated because I feel in the end, like I said, class is going to ride. The cream's going to ride to the top. But what if it doesn't? Then this is a 2013 year, getting bounced in the playoffs. I mean, it, I, it, right now... Can you say that this LA Galaxy team is going to is going to beat a Seattle team right now? Yes. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. Not the way the Galaxy have played. So over you're the last gonna tell games. me Seattle can lose for like twelve games yeah. straight? Oh yeah. They get well, three course, games put together, and you're worried about Seattle? That's what this game is all about. You are so streaky with your opinions. I'm not streaky with my opinions. I'm just telling you that this is what it's about. We're getting towards the playoffs now, and the playoffs are all about who's hot. And the LA Galaxy not hot right now. Not hot. ranking them from one to ten on the hot or not scale. They're not okay. That's where they but, sit. But do we really expect them to win all the way from midseason to the end? Because they started a great, great run a month and a half ago. They did. They did. Do we really expect that to go for three months straight? 
There's who so, wins for okay, three okay. months? Then, no, and I understand. No, not everybody wins for three months. But you, you should have hoped that they were doing terribly back then. You shouldn't have been happy they were doing well <laughs> because no team's going to do well for three months. So you should have been rooting for them to lose so they get streaky now. I, I understand. I And trust me, they still have time to get streaky again and catch on fire as they go into this. But it's the way they've been playing, Jared. I mean, getting shut out in the last three games, that's not the way this LA Galaxy, and certainly not Agreed. with the talent. Not with the talent that's on the field, and you even said so. Not with this Agreed. talent should they be Absolutely. playing like that. But they shouldn't be losing three to nothing to Real Salt Lake, and Real Salt Lake is not a good team this year. Granted, they're founded now. Again, we talk about teams getting hot. They're better now that now that Joao Plata has been back for a while, reinserted himself in this team. Javier Morales is healthy. Burrito Martinez is has been great for them. Super. Yeah, Ma- Ma- yeah Ma- Martinez has been a great addition. Now Arsenal always finds these guys, man. Always, every time. Mandatory. All right. But you're right. It's not a great team. No, no, it's not a great LA team. LA shouldn't lose that game. Even being a real Tinto, and listen, this is one more example of how LA can't play on the road. <laughs> yeah. But winning two games in a row on the road of like a month and a half ago all of a sudden made us feel really good about ourselves. Right. But the truth of the matter is, this team can't play on the road. No, no, they can't play on the road. And they haven't played and on the road. And if you're going to finish this season in third place in the West, guess what? You're going on the you're road. Going, you're going on the road, especially in MLS Cup, likely. Oh, my. Don't, that's not even, don't even go there yet. They, they're, you ready, they're are you ready for this team to play MLS Cup in New York? Here, I want to get to this call before, we, uh, before we're going to take a break. This is what happens whenever you and I get just completely. I think we've had a good conversation, but we forgot about the CCL, and I wanted to touch on it. But here, take this call real quick, um, and then maybe we'll touch a little bit on the CCL right after this. Hello, my name is Raul. I'm calling from San Diego. I'm calling because I am very upset um, with the performance, obviously. Um, however, I think uh, the Gerard's decision or lack of of going overseas um, in between a game was definitely a stupid decision. He should not have done. Next time it's done, it would be in Bruce Arena's best interest to probably bench him. There we go. All right. He wants to bench Steven Gerrard. Now, obviously, this stems, Jared, and you know this, this stems from the fact that uh, Steven Gerrard um, was away while the Galaxy were supposed to be training. He missed, uh, definitely missed a day of training um, to go over and work for BT Sports in their CONCACAF, or not in their, in their Champions League coverage. All right. So uh, uh, here, are you my, okay? On this. Are you okay with it? And? And well, he play. He didn't play great, and he hasn't played. He hasn't great. played great when he's been here for a full week without on yeah, rest. Yeah, but see, so now you're. But but that's again, that's not really part of it. If you're playing great, here, here's that's here's my fine. rationale, Josh. Yeah. Here's my rationale. Do does Robbie Keane suck if he plays midweek for Ireland someplace? No, he comes back and he plays well. It's, it's traveling doesn't make you suck. It could, it could, but. We have no problem with Jossie Zardes, Robbie Keane, and Robert Gazos go off and play for the national team. It's a little and they come bit, back on the weekend and play. It's a little bit different whenever they're playing, they're playing for their a country. Game in the middle of yes, the week. Yeah, but, yeah, but they're different when you're playing for your country. That's like that's not an optional thing. Those guys have to no, go no, and no. represent I thought their we were country. Talking about a, are we talking about a physiological? Re, uh, are we physiologically worried that he's going to play? Or are we talking about commitment? Uh, we are talking about both. I think because I was talking about physiologically. Okay. I'm not worried about him traveling. I am doing that. I am. He's not in a private jet. It is still traveling. Robbie Keane says the travel is really tough to get used to. He's not used to it, and he's older. I worry about it. Absolutely. Go ahead. I don't understand. So does that players travel for MLS midweek all the time? Yeah, but again, we're talking we about guys something. Trinidad and Tobago. They're probably going to play some kind of role. 
this weekend. I don't know. It could have been. Could have uh, been. Maybe not with that team. But yeah, yeah, probably not. But but no, I, I understand what you're saying. But that's again, this is optional. This isn't his part of playing for the LA Galaxy is Steven you know Gerrard has to go somewhere. What? LA not letting him letting him go. He missed practice. He has to have I permission s- for that. I so certainly be agree. mad at the team. Don't be mad at at, at Steven. Oh Gerard. wait, wait, no, 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 no. I'm mad at Steven. Just like I'd be mad at an employee who's like comes in and says, "Oh, hey, I need a day off so I can go, you know, surfing." All right, and then it's like, um, oh, okay, you're going to take a day off. I'm going to take a sick day now. That type of thing. It's like it's optional. You don't need you to never go. Called it's, in sick? I, uh, actually, I don't really call in sick. Sorry. I know. I know. Dad's company. You yes. know you've called off sick. I haven't. You're just saying it. I haven't. No, we. I do not call off sick. I never do. I, I have actually called in when I'm sick for reals. Like I can't get out of bed. Type you've thing. Never played hooky no, from work. No. No. Because it's it's a family oh, company. God, you're bored. It's a no. It's a family company though. If I want a day off, I can take a day off. So it's a little different than that. But I don't call in okay, sick. Let me give you, let me give you an example then. Steven Gerrard is like the son of the owner of the galaxy. But he's that's not. who he is. No. He gets special treatment. He gets a different. Wait, rate of pay. I he agree. gets to make his schedule. I that's agree. who Steven Gerrard is. Steven Gerrard is you. <laughs> I wish. No, I'm just saying. No, that, I'm, that, that's that, kind that, of a bad look for can, him. Quite every, honestly, just to, uh, to, to I apologize to use your personal life as, no, as that's this, fine. but good. Is every associate get the perks that you get? No. Okay, Steven Gerrard gets perks that AJ De La Garza does not. Is it fair? Probably not. But. He has a different role to play in this company of the LA Galaxy. And that, part of that, that role is showing up overseas on that broadcast yeah. and representing the LA Galaxy in front of the sports mecca yeah, of a country. Okay, okay, but see, whenever he goes across the country or across the ocean in order to represent the LA Galaxy, he's not representing the LA Galaxy. He's making a farce of the LA Galaxy by doing that, saying, I don't have to train with this. MLS isn't that important. The Galaxy isn't that important. I can go over here and do this because, you know, I can be a, a, a pundit right now because I can. That's and, your spin on it. And and then, and then he acts he like he is representing. You're saying he's not, but he is because not. when they introduce him, what are they introducing him as? That's the former Liverpool, LA Galaxy former Liverpool, Gerard. former Liverpool captain Stephen Gerrard. And you Gerard. really think they're not going to ask him some point on that TV broadcast? How you feel like, how like it in MLS? Great. And do you not think that he's not going to say how much he likes it, and that's not worth something to it's, MLS? It's completely disrespectful to MLS and the LA Galaxy. And he acts like there's completely no technology. Disrespectful. Oh, yeah. Define oh, yes. that. Oh, completely disrespectful. If you want to take this league seriously, as he claims to take it seriously, then you don't miss training. Then you're where you're supposed to be. You don't go over and be a pundit on at where so you go David overseas. David Beckham disrespected the LA Galaxy too. Absolutely, he did. Whenever he went off to the other teams to play during loans or different but things Robbie like that. Robbie Keane isn't disrespecting the country. With, uh, the Whenever he goes to play for Ireland, no, of course not. Those are completely two different things. And then, not only that, but let's let's be honest. We could solve this whole problem. All Steven Gerrard has to do is go into a studio in Los Angeles and be beamed magically, because they do it all the time, into the studio in the, in the UK, wherever he's at there, and this isn't an issue. All right, no travel, and it's complete. And it, don't act like the technology is not there. He's doing it because he can, because he can take advantage of the situation here. But not, you're, you're not totally because. absolving MLS and LA Galaxy of any responsibility. I, in this. I completely. He, he's doing it with their permission. I completely hold the LA Galaxy responsible for this as well. But he shouldn't ask. All right, and the Galaxy shouldn't let him. So blame both of them what you want. But you shouldn't have a 35 year old Steven Gerrard traveling across the sea optionally to go be on television for two days when he misses a day of training, when he doesn't have the chemistry with Robbie Keane right now, we need more time together and they didn't get it together. That's what, that's what happened. So there, okay, we'll leave it. You have your side. I have my side. Clearly there's two different ones on this. We'll take a break because I think that's what's, that's what's good. We're going to come back, talk a little CCL, do a whole bunch of things. Jared, I'll let you gather your thoughts so you can give me one more good shot because I feel like I cut you off. It's all good. Okay.
All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Whenever we get back, CCL will give Jared one more shot at me. All right, we're going to talk FC Dallas as well. So a bunch still to talk about. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. corner of the galaxy don't forget to head over to the website for all the latest podcasts news and more visit us online at cornerofthegalaxy.com recording deep within landon donovan's secret cambodian lair it's corner of the galaxy welcome back to corner of the galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com josh gets jared Dubois with you once again i hope everybody's blood pressures have gone up a little bit after that first segment a little boxing here. Better than any of that that last Floyd Mayweather fight, though. I'm pretty sure. I didn't. Yeah, watch. I don't. I don't pay hundred dollars to watch. Yeah, fights, especially I, with guys like that guy. Yeah, I just. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I'd rather put my money into Ronda Rousey instead of watching a guy beat up a woman. I'd rather watch a woman stand up for herself. I, that's fine. That's fine. That works for me. I mean, I, I have no problems with that. Any anything else? I, I again, I felt like I, like I cut you Josh off. Josh is firmly on the side of, of not beating women. women. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Listen, hey, I got in trouble Brave last stance, time. Sir. I got in trouble last time, okay, for trying to equate something um something to, you know, like a uh, an abused wife uh, like syndrome type Maybe thing. Now. Yeah, and I and I didn't so I didn't want to go there again. I'm just firmly on on the side of of women. Do not beat women. That's I think that's the public service announcement for today. There you go. I, I think it's a good one. All right. So so your last shot on at Steven Gerrard before we go, is there anything that you would like to say? Uh, to me, because I cut you off there at the end to, to get a I break. I don't think you cut me off. I mean, you were getting out of the for the segment. No big deal. I, I think I, I stayed in my side, and you stated yours. We just have a failure to communicate. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, the people on Periscope can see my tears, Jared. But you know, other than that, it's 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 fine. Don't worry about it. Um, joy because you got out of that one clean. <laughs> I did. I did. I think I look good on that one. I do. I think I'll be embraced I, I think by the I fans. I look good on that one. I, I think we have to have, put it to the voters and uh, what we'll they do like Team Jared or Team Josh as a hashtag. There you go. There's your hashtag Team Jared or Team Josh. Or team. Here's the thing. I took listen. the less popular stance. There's no way I'm going to win on that. That's well, you're less popular because you're wrong, and that's that that's why it's going to come down. That's less popular. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> all right. And so many people have their 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 gold and white glasses. I want to say green and gold. Isn't that weird? Like that, I still want to say why, green, green and gold. gold? Like, you, can, you can if you go retros. Just say throwback green and gold. And, I did and wear fine. my throwback like 2003 or 2004 jersey to with work like a week ago. All right, people on Periscope. Remember, you can always tune into the show live on Periscope. People on Periscope are saying, uh, so far, you've got a vote, Jared, except he spelled your name wrong, so we're not going to count it. Um, oh, dang it. Yeah, I know. So so that's that's how it is. And, Technicalities, man. And, and of course, uh, of course, there was also a team. It's not fair. Your, your, your name is so much easier to spell than mine. <laughs> that, I finally get one in one of my corner. That's fine. And there was also team Jared Osh. So that was a tie, I think. That's how it goes. All right, so we wanted to talk CCL. Listen, the game was a 1-1. Most of us didn't get to watch it, including me. Didn't get to watch it. Um, Including me. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there are 13 people who actually have uh, 
um, that Fox Soccer Plus channel anymore. Yeah, and then Galavision totally messed up their stuff. Like I had saw, I read three different times for, or sorry, I read two different times for it. it. Ended up being a third different time. It was one of those, so no no problems there. Um, the LA Galaxy get a one one draw in Trinidad and Tobago, uh, Trinidad and Tobago uh, against Central FC. Uh, Central scores early. Gee. <laughs> Oh, imagine that. <laughs> Such a wasn't even on the field. I was going to say, in the second minute, uh, TNT scores, or, or Central FC scores. Um, Alan Gordon rescues the LA Galaxy with an 82nd minute goal. Um, from what I've heard, the team was lethargic in the first half for a long portion of it. Uh, Bruce made some subs. Humidity. Yeah, yeah. Br- big surprise. Bruce made some subs, bringing off Edson Buttle. Um, yeah. When Anytime Edson Buttle's Shocker. on the field right now, I'm, I'm not a happy camper. Uh, Bajiu Husidic also had to come off in the 14th minute, so if you're looking for him to come into any sort of role, maybe Edson in the Buttle Sunday game. Edson Buttle has a chance of being a, a, a contributor in this team like Scott Walker still has a chance of getting BB to be president. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. I, I know, I know what you're saying. It, it's just, it, I keep thinking that Bruce has like this long plan in place, like Buttle's going to suddenly get real hot in the playoffs and score like 30 goals or something like that. But I, I just, I can't see it because I see no really, he's unfortunately, and I really, one of the nicest guys. I have to preface this because he really is one of the nicest guys in the world in the locker room. Always says hi, always willing to talk. Just such a great guy. He just, he can't play anymore. It's done. It's done. It's over. It's like Pablo Mastroeni in his last year. It's it's over with. Why why is he on this team? Doesn't make any sense. So anyway, uh, you had Jose Villarreal come in for Edson Buttle in the 58th minute. Apparently that spurred on the LA Galaxy. 69th minute, Raul Mendiola came in for Mika Veronin. Um, so you had those two guys who sort of spurred this. Mika Veronin, by the way, killing the Galaxy's like salary capital. It is what it is. There's always it. one guy who's just like sucking up all the money between two hundred and twenty thousand or something. Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah. It is. Yeah, between him and unfortunately Todd Dunham, um, just a lot of money there in the cap, which is good for next year because you have to imagine Mika's not back next year, and you have to, and we already know that Todd Dunham's retiring at the end of this year, so you have five hundred thousand dollars of money to be spent here real soon. So that's a, that's a good news. Good news. Yeah, but anyway, isn't that, that's just crazy to me. By the way, so if Edson Bottle. Yes. was taken off this team. Oh, no, let me just say it differently. Okay. If you have the last spot on your 18-man roster, do you want to be Edson Butler or do you want to be Jack McBean? Oh. You know, Jack McBean has scored, I think, six, uh, has five or six goals for LA Galaxy 2 and, like, six or seven assists. I, I would probably take Jack McBean right now, especially being, as a homegrown player, Jared, he doesn't count against the salary cap. So I think I might just take Jack McBean instead of Edson Butler. At this point, if Jack McBean isn't in the first squad by sometime at the end of this year, doesn't he need to move on somehow for his own good? Next year, I think, is sort of that year. He either has to go somewhere or he has to play. Cause Was he right this time? Is he 2021? 20, I'd have to look it up. We can, I can look that up. As I just talk. wish you were a real fan and you knew that kind of stuff off the top of your head. Yeah, I used to, Jared. I used to. I'll be honest with you. I feel like I feel like this season is wearing on me, especially the fact that they are they are not playing right now. He is twenty. Is the fact you do like two shows a week, <laughs> go to the games, yes. run a writing staff, yes. Yes, yes, I do all that stuff. And yes, there is a burnout factor, and it always is right about this time of year. And it's just tough because you know the playoffs are coming, but you're not there yet. And the Galaxy have been playing so horribly that it's tough to even watch these games. Um, but I always, you find it. It's uh, here's, coming. Here's a question He's 20 you. years you, old, by the way. Are you going to get married during the season? I am. I am. I, you have I know a date? the date. I do. I have a date. So Ooh, it, what it's, is to, it? it's toward the end of the year. So if it is a game, yes, it could possibly be. So a, you're like you're like, talking like summer of next year? No, I'm talking fall of next year. Fall of oh. next year. So it's just before the end of the season, probably. In fact, it could be the last so, game of the season. Galaxy is in the finals 
it, but to determine no, whether or not they're going to MLS Cup. No. Are you even thinking about it? No, because that's not... I, I purposely made it before that. So it's going to be end of the regular season. Wow. Does your so, lady know you purposely did that? Yes, she does, and she was okay Oh, with my that. God, you don't yes. let her know that? No, no I do. I was like, hey, listen. I love you. I'm pledging myself, my soul to you for eternity. No, no. She, but just so you know, no, so I've got to no. work around this one thing. I said, hey, let's not have it during playoffs. Let's do it at the end of the regular season. I'll miss any game in a regular season. Playoffs, that's a different story. Let's do this. It worked out great. No problem. She was fine with it. She knows me, Jared. She knew, you're, she, my, you're my real trophy, she, baby. She wants to marry into this. So she was... A, a that's par- crazy. I know. I think she's like drunk quite honestly but i've and been I've, checking I've, I've met your fiance yes i know her and she is a doll yes, of I, a woman she, and i just can't believe she puts up with that you know I, I heard a comedian say that every woman is technically marrying somebody way better in her head basically a better version of you that they've already <laughs> fixed in their oh, head oh i can tell you i can vouch for that in this house right right exactly and i think that makes a lot of sense i think she's already fixed me in her head and now she's going to dedicate the rest of her life to making sure that i somehow approximate that uh that vision of uh, her. So she's anyway, gonna be, she's going to change you to LAFC. Watch. <laughs> I don't think so. That's never happening. I, I can't take I can't do another podcast. What, a, what a, corner of the galaxy is, is it for me? Uh, let's see the LA galaxy one group D with this one, one draw. This is really what we're taking away from this. They have one more game remaining against Comunicaciones um, in El Salvador. It, listen, this game is for seeding. It's seeding in the knockout round. The better the LA Galaxy do in this last game, the higher their seeding. And at the time, the Galaxy had the top seed. Um, I don't know what the 1-1 draw does to them. I think I don't know that anybody has finished undefeated yet. So I'm not I, sure I where, where Caratero finished and uh, Seattle is going to uh, move on out of their group. Right. I'm not sure where the other cards are going to fall just yet. Yeah. But uh, you, you want to avoid the Mexican team. That's you, what it comes down to. Yeah, exactly. So the higher the seeding, the better. And if you remember... Actually, I take that back, Josh. Do you want to play them early? I, I, Here's here's the thing, I almost think maybe you want to play the Mexican team because if 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 playing a Mexican team now avoids you having to do one later on, like you can take a Mexican team out. Right. The MLS teams are in form now. Yeah, I, they consistently lose in the last two rounds. Well, that's that's where this is going. I mean, we're done for the rest of this year. Oh, that's I right. Mean, I yeah. thought there was one more no. round first. No, although there is talks about. The tournament changing, and it was something Ben Olsen said after uh, a DC United Concacaf Champions League game. So there's something about the schedule changing that could possibly shift this a little bit in favor yeah. of MLS teams. I know, I I don't know all the details because he was like, "Oh, you guys haven't." It's just an email, guys. Don't you know? Don't worry. He was sort of like, "Oops, nobody knows about that." So <laughs> we're gonna see where that ends up. But honestly, Jared, and we've seen it. The LA Galaxy or MLS teams are at a disadvantage to begin next yeah, year. I, in, I don't think it needs to be a quick, complete flip or anything like that. Even push it a month out. Right. Just push it a month out. You know, and th- that way, uh, the um, I'm not sure when the club championship is and when that commitment has to be met. I think it's usually like in January, though. Yeah. But, well, um, we, we can talk about that actually next. So anyway, so just just basically the seating is what's important. The Galaxy will probably send. Uh, a a B team, the B minus C plus team, um, as many have a pulse. as many as many Los Dos guys, because this game comes in between the last two games of the season, in between the Portland home game and the SKC last game of the season. You think at Bruce travels? Uh, he may not. Uh, quite honestly, I don't think Bruce was looking forward to that flight Wait, anyway. Dave, come on, step into my office, Dave. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, listen, you do such a good job yeah, with it Los may Dos. Be Kurt, yeah, it yeah. might be his players. Yeah, well, up to a certain amount, it, it could be, but obviously you still have to have senior team MLS players, so you can't take all of Los Dos with him. And, and Mauricio, we're going to need your under-13s. <laughs> Giovanni Dos Santos. Did you hear this rumor, Jared? Did you hear this today? This, this, was, me this was the crap rumor of the day. Uh, an MLS article, that's right, an MLS article written by Major League Soccer 
by Major League Soccer staff because they didn't want to put anybody's name on this crap. Trust me. Uh, an MLS article states that Giovanni Dos Santos could be loaned to Club America to join them for the Club World Cup. Um, so basically what this would mean would be the LA Galaxy would have to uh, be bounced out of the playoffs early, and then Club America would get Giovanni Dos Santos to join them to go to the Club World Cup in Japan to play in this tournament on a short-term loan. Um, yeah. I don't have a problem with it if the Galaxy's out. I, I have a problem with it, but it's not going to happen How's anyway. it any different than... It's stupid. Robbie Keane because, going to play for Tottenham. Because right. that's that's different. You're not going to be in the same region. So Giovanni Dos Santos is what? Going to go play for Club America to represent to CONCACAF? That's BS. He If he's going to go, he's going to represent the LA Galaxy. That's what it was. And the fact that America just wants to add him just for this tournament sort of negates the whole idea of that tournament for it's me. It's honestly kind of flattering. The big, bad Mexican juggernaut uh, needs a player from the LA Galaxy? Yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to twist it. You just want to hate this because you feel you should hate it. I do hate it. I, I, don't, I, don't, think I, I don't think this is a, a feeling that has swayed. I read the article this morning. I do looked you at want it Giovanni and I said, Dos Santos to have a role stupid. in the Mexican national team? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I have no problems with so that. So wouldn't this put him on a better stage to make the case to be there? Maybe. I mean... Uh, I just wish I'm, you didn't hate Mexicans. <laughs> you know what I was thinking is that I used to hate um, the Mexicans. M- no, no, the Mexican, the Mexican national team. Like you know, just because the U.S. U.S. No, because now they're both rivalry. vanilla. There's no, there's no elbows <laughs> flying anymore. There's no hard tackles. Everyone so, like shakes hands after the game. Well, there's no, there's there's nothing to the rivalry anymore. Well, see, I I still think it's there, but I agree it's softened. But I feel like it's softened for me because I have a rooting interest in I seeing millennials. Gio, <laughs> I see Gio. Be careful, LAFC's also trying to. There was a time know, where you had to fight for things in this world. <laughs> you don't fight anymore. It's, now everyone follows each other on on Twitter, Twitter. and like friends on Facebook, <laughs> and they feel like they can't elbow a guy in the neck. I don't know. I don't know what you want from me on this. I just don't want my player to go with a a Mexican team. Is to, he like that? Just club, what I said. Yeah, to the Club World Cup to represent them when he should be going to the Club World Cup representing the LA Galaxy. He should have a vested interest in the LA Galaxy reaching the Club World Cup and not worry about America. If he wanted to be America, he could go there. He could he could have he could have signed so with them. So if Steven Gerrard took a loan for a oh, short-term no. loan to Liverpool to no. help them with the Champions League final. No. No, no, no. He's done. That's it. No moss. I'm done with this. He can't crap. go into off season. No, no more loans in the off season. What do you expect out of this? This man? is Jeez. major league soccer. It is ridiculous travel. Super physical. You want to tie is, him to a beach? Yes. Time. He gets to rest and relax, and he has to do it on Malibu. Damn it! All right, there we go. Uh, let's this see. Pasty. He needs to get where the fog is. If you live near the coast, you get the fog, all right? June gloom, that's what it's about. LA Galaxy 2 win their final road game of the USL season um, and now head towards the playoffs. Uh, the big thing here is that uh, Los Dos finished fifth in the in USL. I always want to say they finished fifth in, in fifth place, but they were just two points shy of first place. That's how tight everything was in USL. They're now headed up, Jared, to face Sacramento, the team that they that eliminated them in last year's semifinal in the playoffs. Um, so they have to head up on Saturday, September Preckiless. 26th. Yeah, no Precky. No Precky. Nobody even knows. Is, has anybody found Precky yet? Does Precky anybody is know currently serving as an advisor to an owner of a team that's supposed to be buying a team who's going to put Precky in charge of it. Oh, my goodness. Saturday, September 26th, 7.30 p.m. at Bonnie Field in Sacramento. Expect 10,000-plus, I believe, um, at that field for this game. So it should be good. This is a chance for redemption. Uh, the LA Galaxy in that, the LA Galaxy 2 in that uh, Sacramento FC uh, elimination game last year were up like 
three to zero at one point or two to nothing, and just some dubious penalty calls ended up uh, bringing I think every penalty, two penalty call. Is no, it really was. Yes. It really, really was. They were some bogus calls. I remember watching it while I was sitting in the press box watching. I should give you this. Game. You did not argue Juninho's penalty. No, it was like super obvious. Okay, that's super one of the only ones I've ever seen. Though I'm just gonna they're just saying it. I, it's I, one of the only times I've ever seen you like actually agree with the ref. Leonardo, I thought Leonardo's was probably a penalty too. I, the one that he got against San Jose that gave him the red card, I thought it was probably a penalty. He can't do that. You can't reach across whenever a guy's beat you. Everybody knows that. It's, it's I just too didn't easy think it was a red card because I thought Omar was close enough to the play that he wasn't necessarily the last. You man. can certainly argue that. I think that that's that's close, but it certainly was a penalty, and or, or it certainly was a foul if you want to call it that. I mean, you just can't do it. All right, Special Olympics game following the LA Galaxy versus FC Dallas game. So eight thirty on Sunday. Remember FC Dallas six thirty on Sunday uh, coming up Sunday September twenty seventh. The Special Olympics LA Galaxy team will be playing against the FC Dallas Special Olympics team. Uh, they're sort of rematching this whole thing that they did whenever the LA Galaxy traveled to FC Dallas last time, and the LA Galaxy Special Olympics team played that FC Dallas team after the game. The players stuck around to uh, to cheer them on. The LA Galaxy team Holy won smokes. that. I thought it was at the bottom of your notes. There was three more pages below this. Yeah, yeah there's lots more. We got we got, we got tons more to go. Just, just settle in a little. All right, oh, hold on. Let me get a freshie in my glass. There we go. So, Special Olympics game following the LA versus FC Dallas game. The good thing is that there's just a lot of lot of like tables next, Jared. So, I mean, we don't have to talk about everything. I just wanted to go over the standings again real quick so you know where your LA Galaxy stand is if you didn't. Uh, third place right now in the Western Conference, 47 points, 30 games played, uh, 1.57 on the points per game if you're paying attention to that. Uh, Vancouver still in the number one spot. The LA Galaxy had a chance to to jump them um, and didn't with their loss to RSL. Uh, had a chance to get ahead of FC Dallas, who is their opponent, who sits in second place. So it's going to be third versus second, which is kind of fun. Um, fourth overall in the Supporters' Shield standings as well. Vancouver, New York. New York, who, by the way, has clinched a playoff spot already. I believe they're the first ones to clinch a playoff spot, if I remember correctly. Yes, that is correct. correct. Uh, so you have Vancouver, um, which is first in the Supporters' Shield. New York with the clinch spot in the playoffs in second place. FC Dallas uh, in third and the LA Galaxy in fourth. Surprise, fifth, Columbus Crew um, for the Supporters' Shield right now. Uh, probably a race between Vancouver and New York. Um, I don't know that the Galaxy can can hang in there having uh, that played the games they have left. Yeah, it, it's going to be it's going to be who they're playing next. To be honest with you, yeah, and FC Dallas. I mean, but honestly, if the LA Galaxy can beat FC Dallas coming up on Sunday, you have something there, Jared. I mean, you're, yeah, but then they have two of the last four away. They ain't getting points away. <laughs> certainly not with this team. So let's go over that. I mean, you you can look at these last four MLS games. One Concacaf Champions League game that we already talked to you about. FC Dallas at home coming up. Uh, Seattle away. Um, okay, so you look at the Seattle away game just real quickly, Jared. I mean, the Galaxy are going away loss. on the road. That's a loss, right? Okay, so there we go. Uh, home to Portland Timbers. They should win that game. Win. Okay, that's easy. Away to Sporting Kansas City, who's been playing horrible. Probably worse than the LA Galaxy. I don't know if that's uh, true. It's I'm borderline. actually saying they have a chance of winning that game. They might. You never know. It'll be interesting to sort of see. All right. Turning our attention now to Sunday, this Sunday, September 27th. It's a 6.30 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. Remember, this was a game that was originally scheduled for 7.30 p.m. on Saturday. Got changed because now it's a nationally televised game. Uh, 6.30 p.m. Hmm. Pacific time. It is, was originally scheduled to be on Time Warner Cable Sportsnet, Time Warner Cable Deportes. That is no longer the case. Fox Sports 1, Fox Deportes, 9.80 a.m. The Beast on radio and 13.30 a.m. in beast. Espanol. Yeah, it's nice. That's, that's, uh, that's what is it? It's uh, Fred, uh, Fred Rogan is doing the play-by-play. Whenever uh, Actually, it'll be Joe Totino doing I'll, it this I'll, time. I'll be honest. I listened to one of the uh, radio broadcasts the other day. I thought it was horrible. Yeah. I understand. I, I understand what you're saying. It wasn't Joe. 
No, it, it wasn't Joe. To be clear, I, it, it wasn't it was Joe. not Joe. Yeah, I know. I don't remember well, who it was. I don't even know if it was Fred Rogan, but I listened to someone call the game the other day. Oh, oh my God. There's, I, I couldn't do it. There's some development that we need to work on with, with you know, Let's still with Let's just get soccer guys calling soccer. I, I, you could do it, Jared. I think you should, you should do it. What do you think? Oh, dude, I, I mean, I can't be talking about, like, the stuff I talk about. <laughs> no network's going to back you, but right? But I, I will get, let you know where you can hear me call a game during the plug section. Oh, okay, good. That's, that's very good. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, last game, like I said, FC Dallas was against Sporting Kansas City, lost 3-1 to one at Sporting KC. Um, so Sporting Kansas City picking it up a little bit. Um, Dallas didn't play very well. Uh, this is this is going to be an interesting game. FC Dallas not playing great right now. The LA Galaxy playing horrible. But if you look at the last six, FC Dallas has won three, lost three. The LA Galaxy to has be won fair, three. Though that game had no uh, uh, flow, no Fabian Castillo, no uh, Mauro Diaz in the starting lineup. Right, right. But he did come on. I mean, Castillo he played did come at on, halftime. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you're you're starting. You're not starting one of the best players in the entire league. Listen, um, I don't know what to expect from this game. Um, I love Oscar Pereja, though, by the way. I mean, just expect to watch your defenders running the wrong way, uh, facing their own goal, because Barrios has fantastic speed. Fabian Castillo has fantastic speed, and speed kills LA. So they can't let that early goal in. They got to get possession. If they don't finish this game with 56 to 59% possession, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. Well, I mean, and if you look at it, the LA Galaxy won in Dallas the last game. This was actually a road game the Galaxy won. Two to one win over FC Dallas in Dallas. Dallas looked tired, quite honestly, in the second half. The LA Galaxy sort of ran them over in that second half. And that was when the Galaxy were building momentum in that second half. And that's what you're looking for them to do again is to defend early. Hey, Jared, how about this? No early goals. No early goals at all. All right, let's do that. So that way Dallas can't sit back and defend and then just play the counter, which they're so good at because they have that speed. Um, so let's not let that happen. And then the Galaxy just have to get better over 90 minutes and they have to peak somewhere in that 60 to 80 minute range and really lay it on Dallas if they're going to win this game. Uh, Dallas has won the last two games at Dallas. Uh, L.A., ex- excluding the game, of obviously, that L.A. just won in Dallas. Um, L.A. won the other two games. I'm looking at all these. There's one, two, three, four, five. There's five games here. Every single game was two to one. Yeah. Every single game was two to one. What are you going to predict? I think I'm going with two to one. Who? Uh, that's the question, isn't it? Um, I think the LA Galaxy win. They need to find something. If they play like they did in RSL for either so fifteen that or twenty Galaxy minutes, he hasn't scored a goal in three games, but they'll get two in this one. Yeah, absolutely, because they also scored however many goals. Let's see, I have it actually here. The Galaxy undefeated shutout. They have scored thirteen goals in the previous four matches before getting shut out three times in a row. So they scored thirteen goals in four matches, but zero goals in the last three. I'm saying that they have to break out of it. They're going to find some goals. They're going to find something, and they're going to win this game 2-1 to one over FC Dallas. Goals by Robbie Keane and Giovanni Dos Santos. Really out on a ledge there. Josh is, Josh is on the record. I, there it is. That, those, those are mine. What about you? Are they going to win this game? Is this a draw uh, waiting to happen? I think it's going to be a draw 1-1. One, one. One, I can see it. I can see it. Um, I'm going to buck the trend. You're going to buck the trend. Um, listen, there's no real big, huge things. Dan Kennedy uh, didn't play. Um, in their last game, so if you're looking, he hasn't for, played the last few. Yeah, so he is. They've he, been using their uh, their homegrown play keeper, I believe it's uh, Hernet, uh, Gonzalez. Gonzalez, that is correct. Yep, Gonzalez has been playing in that, so don't expect to see Dan Kennedy in this game either. I don't think that anything has changed that right now. Um, for the LA Galaxy, as far as injuries, the only thing I would sort of keep an eye on. It looks like Jose Villarreal is obviously back. He played in that um, in that game down in uh, down in Trinidad and Tobago, so he's back there. Um, 
but Baggio Husidic did come out, like I said earlier, so sort of keep your eye on that. He's probably not going to be available to be a sub, is my guess. So does that open up the door for somebody like Nacho Maganto, who a lot of people have been calling for? Um, as not a, as a starter. Not as a starter, no. No, but as a sub. I mean, you're, you're, the starters are pretty much the A yeah, team that we have. Yeah, first off the bench, if you need a goal, I'm down with Nacho Maganto. I have no problems with it. Somebody said, why don't we see more of him? And I would say that with... Los- Actually, I'm taking that back. Second sub. First sub should be Alan Gordon. Alan Gordon comes in for who, though? Giovanni Dos Santos? Jossie Zardes? Uh, I think it would, he'll probably come in for either... Uh, well, it depends who's playing poorly, to I, be honest with you. Yeah, I know. It is sort of that. But I'm tired of Bruce taking out Sebastian Legette. That is sort of one of my big deals. Is You can't keep taking out Sebastian Legette. Yes, he does a lot of work, and I understand getting getting him some rest and doing some stuff, but in games where he can make a, a difference, Jared, I feel like he's young, he has enough in the gas tank that you need to let him go deep into the game before you pull him I out. I think that you need to trust the guy that gets paid to make that decision. Bruce Arena? Who has a track record of making right decisions. No, no, no. no. We're, uh, this is armchair quarterbacking. This is what we do. We criticize without any qualifications whatsoever. I mean, I haven't even coached a, you know, a, a U18. During the next press conference, you mm-hmm. need to raise your hand and be like, Bruce Arena, why do you keep subbing out Brent Sebastian Legit? Yeah. I, when it's obvious that he can help you down the stretch? It's obvious, Bruce. It's obvious. I mean, clearly. I would love to see that response. Don't worry. I'm sure Bruce listens to this podcast. He is already well aware of my thoughts on that. All right. So I, I just I just I don't like when Alan Gordon comes on, although clearly Alan Gordon is does really well. I don't like it because the Galaxy changed their attack so much with just over the top lobbing. And how many late goals has that gotten in L.A.? So many, so many. Okay, Most successful so, number well, nine. I don't understand why you're questioning success. I question it because I am not that smart, Jared. Let's be honest. I don't think that's it. It could, it could be. You never know. All right. Uh, that's it. The L.A. Galaxy FC Dallas on Sunday, 630 p.m., uh, this game, again, is on Fox Sports 1, Fox Deportes, uh, right after this game, 8.30 p.m. at StubHub Center, completely free to the public. So I guess if you didn't have a ticket for the uh, for the FC Dallas game, you could still come for the Special Olympics game afterwards and see that as well. So check that out. Um, anything else, Jared, before we uh, we get on out of here, or are you, uh, are you happy? I'm not happy, but I'm ready to get out. All right, go ahead. Why don't you tell people where they can fight? Give us that plug where we can hear you call a game. Well, first of all, you can get to me uh, twice weekly on the best soccer show here on Backheel.com. For Mondays, every Monday, there is a show talking all things MLS, U.S. National Team, and American soccer. And Thursday is the bonus show where Jason Davis and I talk about whatever we want. It's never soccer-related. It's always 80s and 90s movies or TV. It's a fun just talk show for about 15, 20 minutes. Check that out. And then you can get me this Sunday, Jason and I calling on Rabble TV, calling the LA Galaxy game Woohoo! on Rabble TV. So if you're not happy with the announcers that you're going to get on Fox Sports, maybe check out someone, a voice you already know. There you go. That's, that's good. I like that. I, maybe, maybe I'll tune in from the press box. What do you think? I dare you. I, I, I can do that. I'll, I'll, I dare you to put it on speakers up there. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, I'll bring the big speakers. Plug them in, look, we just let the whole press box soak it in, so that'll be good. Uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And, of course, uh, please go on Periscope, at Galaxy Podcast on Periscope, where you can follow this show live. Uh, the band you're listening to is Back Pocket Memory. They've been kind enough to let us use their music, so please go out and support them. Uh, listen to their stuff. Go ahead and, and download it on iTunes, if that's even a thing anymore. I feel like I'm getting old by saying download stuff on iTunes when everybody just like streams their music. But stream their music, if that's the case. Uh, Back Pocket Memory, great guys. Have a new album coming out, so stay tuned for that. I'm Pick sure up their cassette tape. <laughs> get their album. Get their 45. It's going to be great. Although that's back in style now, so that probably doesn't even... That shows your age more than anything. Yeah, it, it is what it is. All right. Uh, let's see. That's going to pretty much do it for us. Again, LA Galaxy on Sunday. 
versus FC Dallas. Make sure you check it out. Uh, other than that, we will be back next week with two shows. Only had one show this week because LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano was down in Trinidad and Tobago. So for Jared Dubois, I'm Josh Kessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com, and we will catch you next time. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Corner of the Galaxy and its related podcasts are part of Backfield.com. Backfield.com is a collection of soccer podcasts and multimedia offerings covering soccer around the world. You can follow them at Backfield.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you here again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.